We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 192. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is the Hello 70s. I got my bell bottoms on. Do ya? It's back to the 70s. Oh, well, I don't think that's quite... I don't think that's a, it's a weather podcast. I got my diapers on because I was born, well, I was born in the 70s. Well, okay, my, you uh, should no, stop now. No, keep trying. My stop. onesies. Is that please, what the babies wear? stop. Well, it's got not... Got a pacifier. Not quite. 1976 was a very good year. <laughs> 79 was a better year. It was a. Well, it was warm today. It was nice for no It was yes. beautiful today. <laughs> we finally got around to the 70s. It was beautiful today. You know, I mean, we've had this... Uh, we were in dark and dank drizzly Ugh, yuck weather yuck for, for a week well, was it a week well, i mean I it mean, was a God. solid week that the sun didn't come out because we had the podcast last week and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden what is it wednesday they, they popped a freeze warning for like everybody and then uh, thursday morning or was that tuesday morning when did they pop that freeze warning? i don't I, even know what today i thought is, it was so. was it tuesday into wednesday morning Yes. Okay, Tuesday and Wednesday. So we record on Monday. So that okay, so that was the the deal. Yeah, and you know, honestly, I don't think a lot of places got to freezing. I mean, well, I, I mean, don't think I did. Our station, I I think I posted our station got down to maybe like 31.8, which well, is that's freezing. Yeah, well, I know, but but that would be more of a frost thing, I think. We talked about this last week. I I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's November. Did, did you had frost. You said you saw some frost on the neighbors. Oh room. yeah, yeah. No, I've been seeing a lot, lots of frost. I mean, when I, I haven't even seen any frost. You didn't even really. Have, we haven't it. had any frost on the van. Uh, no, I'm not seeing any. Frost. And you guys are up early, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm. Gosh. <clears throat> I want to. I want to say maybe there was a morning that that the windshields looked slightly frosty, but nothing like you'd get. But get up I mean, no, you wouldn't have yeah. had to scrape it or anything. But well, I don't really remember. Well, it was really cool because out my north window, I mean, I I kind of my whole subdivision because people don't know this is built on a big old hill, and so when I look out my kitchen window, I think people know like that because they're in Branson. Other uh, well, yeah, every Branson. subdivision in Branson is yeah, built but we on have a people, huge hill. People that, don't live in Branson. Let me let you in on a secret. The entire city of Branson is, on a big is old built hill. on a big old hill. <laughs> That's true. But but the house to my north, is it sits down so I can look at their roof. And it was really cool because we had uh, half of the roof was really frosty. And the part where the sun was hitting it was, of course, not, not frosty. And I thought, That's, I almost took a picture. It was, it was actually kind of photogenic in a way. You know, but of course the frost would just wear off. But after that, uh, we've had temperatures below freezing. Now some places really did get down into the mid to upper twenties, um, which constitutes you know a hard freeze. And for that reason, that was going to be the last freeze warning the National Weather Service Springfield was going to issue because uh, we've had weather schools on this. I think I played the weather school on this a couple of weeks ago. Um, when we get to fall. Once we have that hard freeze, it's just pointless, you know, to issue another freeze warning because the growing season has officially ended. But how's, how's it in the cave, Corey? A balmy 60 degrees. Oh, all 60, the time. All the time. Well, I got to tell you, we are uh, recording this late. Corey, you had to work. You, Super late. It's past my bedtime. It is way past all of our bedtime. So this this podcast may completely go off the rails I mean, here. It's, it's ten o'clock now, but you know, as of yesterday, this would have been eleven o'clock. So. Oh, I know, I know. We we entered that. We did the daylight saving time. That's Randy what... told me the funniest joke this morning. What's that? 
He's like, we should be good tonight because, you know, we all got an extra hour of sleep, right? I was like, I have children. (laughs) I don't get an extra hour. They can't tell time. They just get up. (laughs) Yeah. And we we even had some comments, you know, and I didn't, I I mean, I knew this, but I didn't think about it. But in the comments, because I made a post about that and they said, we know some people work overnight. Well, oh, that sucks even worse because I've done that too. Yeah. And, and the, the people that were commenting say they don't get paid an extra hour. I'm like, really? Oh, if you're hourly, you do. I mean, you get paid oh, for the hours oh, you're there. But maybe they were salaried then. If they're salaried, I mean, that stinks too. But I mean, okay. I was always an hourly person. So so you would get that If extra I'm there hour. another hour, I'm paid another hour. Okay. And But I, I have to say, though, like if you're having a really bad night as a nurse and the one o'clock hour just really stunk, it hits two o'clock. And guess what? You get to do the whole one o'clock hour again. <laughs> oh, no. Yay. You literally just watch all the clocks go blink and they go right back to one o'clock. And it's like, oh. It's like, I'm still here. (laughs) Make it stop. Yeah. See, but no, that makes sense because I was thinking, oh my gosh, why aren't you getting paid for that extra hour? Well, if you're salaried, I guess you don't get paid. Are you hourly, Corey? Are you? Kind of. Okay. So you're commission? You are hourly. Why are you saying kind of? Depends on how many bats are in the cave. (laughs) Literally hourly. That's that. I'll talk about the bats and other news. Oh, okay. So we'll, we'll so stay tuned for that. We're going to talk about that. Anyway, it was wonderful, wonderful. This past couple of days have been great disc golf weather. Uh, today we actually, I think we actually got to seventy. I think, um, but yesterday was in the mid sixties. I am sore because I took advantage of this. I went out to Iserman Park uh, through eighteen yesterday, and then. Uh, today I went to Sunset and through nine, and then Iserman back and through nine because Sunset really needs to mow their mow their course. And I lost my disc twice at Sunset because I threw it. There's too many leaves. There's a bunch of trees around. I spent like ten minutes just looking for a disc. I knew I threw right here, and it was just kind of wedged in, in leaves. So I thought, you know, I'm just gonna go back to Iserman. But anyway, tomorrow's gonna be wonderful. And if I'm not that sore tomorrow morning, I'm gonna go back out and play some more but we are in the throes of christmas this is i mean welcome to branson our show is just kicking in it's just crazy we're getting lots of people i mean that's good but got bus tours were almost sold out you guys you guys are going to come to our show at some point right some point like on a monday or tuesday because he's off oh okay so tomorrow night or tuesday night or something awesome Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and uh, Christmas is buzzing in Branson, so if you're not from here and you decide you want to come and visit, then please do this time of year. It is, the shops are open, uh, shows are really, really, really buzzing. I love Christmas, so I like all the lights. Yeah, I haven't put up my lights yet. Well, neither have we. We have lights at my work. I don't know if you've ever heard about that. There's a few. That. There's a couple lights there. Oh, my they, gosh. They, they decided to string up a, <laughs> a couple million. A, one, a couple strings of lights out there this year. What is it? Over a million now? It's more like, oh, it's like 10 million. Yeah, it's closer to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you come to Silver Dollar City, millions of lights. They go. They have to. All they close out. for an entire week just to get everything up. And, and they gosh. actually start putting lights up in like August. Kind of the inconspicuous ones that are aren't out in the open, and mm-hmm. then and then they close for a full week before to finish it off. And they said they work got a around five the story clock. tall Christmas tree in the square. Oh, they got they keep bringing that back. Oh yeah, it's well, huge. They can't get now, rid of it. Now is it is it? Do they play music and it starts doing this this oh, music yeah. dance? Yep. Oh yeah, it, it's worth seeing. So if you go to some Light City, Parade, definitely. And, I mean, there's it. just so many things. To and do. go to the cave because Corey's in the cave. There's is there lights in the cave? We're the balmy 60 degrees. We do have lights in the cave, but not Christmas lights. Oh, uh, why? No. Because the bats don't celebrate Christmas. Oh. What's well, that I bet city? they would so, if you gave them some Christmas maybe. lights. I bet they wouldn't. <laughs> I know bats. I don't think they like Christmas lights. But uh, anyway, we've got uh, some clouds coming in on Tuesday and Wednesday. Temperatures are going to be in the upper 60s. And guess what? Got another cold front coming in. Yep. This is typical of this time of year. Now, fortunately, uh, it it's not going to be you know severe weather at this point. Uh, just showers, and it, you know models are going back and forth because it said just showers, but then 
yesterday they were saying, yeah, it could be some instability coming in, and then they kind of backed off on that a little bit. So I don't see any thunder in there. Nah. I, I, I was tempted to put a, like a soft rumbler, but... Next weekend will be a little different than this weekend was, though, with temperature-wise. Oh, gosh, yes. I looked. I mean, uh, the average the average high for Veterans Day, which is Thursday, 11-11, uh, is uh, 59 degrees in Springfield. So I'm guessing it's about 60 here. And That'll the per- be nice for the parade and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but w- when is the parade? Is it later or is it in the morning? It's usually in the morning. Oh. Like 10 or 11. 11 o'clock. I was going to say, I think year. it's at 11. 11, 11, at 11. Yeah. Well, it's going to be kind of wet. It's going to rain at 11? Well, but see, that front's coming through. It's going to dump a bunch of rain overnight into Thursday morning. Mm. I mean, they do it rain or shine. Well, yeah, but but it's not going to be freezing, so that's good. Uh, but then, after the front moves out, then we're going to have all this cold air advection moving in. And it looks like Friday's going to be, what, 50? And then Saturday's going to be 46 or 47? I mean, it's that time of year. Uh, yep. The average frost is around here is in the middle of, of middle to later uh, October. August. We were late this year. Yeah. So, you know, can't complain too much. Yeah. I don't think it's it's too out of the ordinary. I mean, I mean, we're, we're steadily going into winter. I mean, it's nice to still have, you know, 70 degrees in November. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Tomorrow looks wonderful. I said, yes. So yes. I might. You know, it might be one of those last kayak days of the year. I don't oh, know. Oh, that's right. Well, seven, 73 was the last I saw. Yeah. 73 degrees. That's, that's warm that's, enough for me. Yeah. And Shara, too. I don't know about that. Doing okay. It so, needs to be like 80 for me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, we know. Shara likes that warm weather. If I'm sitting in the sun in the 70s, I'd probably be okay. Yeah. Now, I, I mean... You know, as of eye candy, I'm looking at the GFS, and the GFS is uh, pretty much on the thermals, on the temperature forecast. It It's pretty much saying this is typical, uh, not a huge change, maybe a little bit below average, but I'm not seeing any big cold chunks coming down from Canada. We, we look at that, especially this time of year. I think the chunks are going to start coming down in December um, that's more typically we're in meteorological winter at that point, and then the astronomical winters around, you know, right before Christmas. So I think that's when we're going to really start seeing the chunks of, of cold air. Right. It's just teasing us right now. And also, I mean, the GFS is the only one saying this right now because it's so far out. Around the 21st, I've been noticing the past couple of days, it's wanting to bring a low-pressure system pretty much overhead, like into north. I don't know if you've seen it. Well, you've been busy. I have not. Yeah. Poor Corey. I can't bounce stuff off of Corey because he's been working all the time. But, uh, yeah. I had a week off. Oh, that's true. Hey. (laughs) Still have no idea what you're talking about. Still have no idea. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's coming in. I mean, the GFS says something kind of coming in northeast Oklahoma. It's still wavering. A couple of days ago, it said southeast Kansas into west central Missouri, which would put, you know, uh, some like when you look at the at, at the rainfall, it has some yellows, which that indicates thunderstorms. So it's like, eh. and then uh, I looked at it this afternoon, and the low seems to be going over south uh, southern Missouri. So what's consistent? The only thing consistent about this is it's wanting to bring in a low pressure system into the area around the 21st. Now, I looked at the, uh, the the thermal profile. It doesn't look like there's a lot of cold air, so I'm, I'm trying to figure out. It's probably another quasi-system, you know, like a, like a, not a spring system, but maybe a weaker version of the bowling ball that they had before that kind of develops and move over. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It's not uncommon to get a soaker in November. Yeah. It's not. I mean... Guns N' Roses wrote a big song about it called November Rain. It was my favorite song in high school. Oh, really? In junior high. Nice. Yeah, November Rain. I don't think Rain. that was about a soaker. Yeah, it was. It rained it in that music a, it video. It was about a cold November rain. Yeah, it was. A, you know, you get cold But that's November. okay. They're, they are cold in November usually. I mean, they're not like warm. It's not warm weather. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and then we've had flutters in, in December 2015. I feel like it was a cold so, November rain the day we... Brought our son home from the hospital. 
I feel like it was a cold, dreary, rainy day that day. You mean when it was Wh- born? Which son? Yeah, four. Well, the only one that was born in November. When? Oh, oh, oh. Well, I don't Grayson. know. <laughs> okay. Duh. <laughs> I don't recall. That's way too long ago. It's fresh in my memory. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what I was wearing. That's true. Oh, that's uh, oh, that's the day that it was warm when you went in, the cold. Right. And you get, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah, so we'll just be watching that. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to take advantage. If you if you can get out go and enjoy outside this, go outside, enjoy I think I was going to ask you, did, did I summer my nose today? Did, does it look like I summer my nose? It does look a little pink. Really? I mean, it's... Okay. Right there on the end. Then that makes my point. I, of course, it, November, he's like, I don't need any sunscreen. Oh, if you're going to be in the sun, winter, spring, summer, Well, and I wear matter. glasses, so of course that's going to focus on there. So now, unfortunately, I'm probably going to have skin cancer on my nose. Cause Corey was teasing me last week. There was one day that it was cold outside, but the UV index was high. He's like, mm. hey, if you want to lay out, honey. <laughs> I'm like, I think I'll pass. <laughs> like 40 degrees outside. You can get a tan, but it's, you're, it's not going to be, you know, comfortable. Yeah, I mean, so that's going to happen. I think I got the back of my neck. I did, of course, I did not put any sunscreen on when I was playing disc golf, and I mean, but it's November. I went, uh, we went skiing in Colorado for a band trip in high school, and we both came back looking like lobsters. That's no. different. That's a different environment. Oh, but. you're way well, up. Well, but the, I mean, yeah. you're out that. and you're in the it's sun. It's not the sun doing it. It's the rays bouncing off the snow and hitting you. Still, sunscreen, no matter what. Sun's but, out, yeah. you need yeah, sunscreen. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why they're all, I mean, one reason you all We didn't think to up. pack sunscreen because we were going to the mountains. And use uh, lip balm as well with, with high SPF. That's true. Yeah. I think my dermatologist said there's something like, oh, he, he gave me a suggestion for lip balm. Just make sure it's you know, like at least 30. He said 40 would be better. 50 is great. So I've got that this uh, sport. Uh, it's not lip balm. It's like the, the suntan lotion. It's like the sport, like 70 or something I put on. It works. Trust me. It works. Because if you miss a spot, that's where you're going to sunburn. And it does work. All right, uh, we talked about the freeze warning. We talked about the upcoming stuff. Um, I think it's time to get to the next segment. Tropical, tropical, tropical. It's tropical. Yeah, I w- was thinking about retiring that, and apparently Mother Nature does not want me to do that. Mother so. Nature had other plans. Yeah, but the, you know the good thing, Wanda, the drunken sailor Wanda that's just been kind of right in the middle of the ocean. We've had a lot of those drunken sailor systems. Uh, the Atlantic, the central Atlantic is finally gone. Gone, gone, gone. That thing I, I looked at the National Hurricane Center, Wanda is gone. Uh, so we can stop talking Maybe about Maybe she didn't have a good eye. She didn't have an eye at all. No, there. That's what I meant. I hit the wrong grade. <laughs> I read too many puns today. Yeah, she sure has been. We're looking for fun facts. <laughs> but, I mean, the only thing in the Atlantic right now is there's like a little small disturbance a couple hundred miles south, southeast of Cape Hatteras. Um, five day projection of developing into something is only 20%, so we don't think that's going on. But to my surprise, and probably yours too, Corey, because you probably haven't looked, do you know there's two tropical storms now in the Pacific? (laughs) Two of them! Uh, Yeah. Yeah, there's tropical storm Sandra. Totally knew that. Yeah, uh, maximum sustained winds are 40 right now, although Sandra is really not going to take off much. So uh, by tomorrow, which is Monday, uh, we're recording this on Sunday, yeah, um, tropical depression, and then it's just going to disappear. And then we have just to the south, southeast, or southeast of Sandra, we got tropical storm Terry. And Terry uh, has got a little bit more hook, I mean, a little bit more gumption, I guess, is there gumption? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, maximum stain winds of 45 mile per hour. Uh, It's going to remain a tropical storm for the next few days. And then probably by Thursday, kind of settle down. Um, Not looking at anything getting crazy. But, you know, the Pacific has really been calm. And other than drunken Wanda, (laughs) it's really, (laughs) you know, nothing going on in, in the Atlantic at that point. But. And of course, the Central Atlantic, nothing, 
Hawaii. If you want to go to Hawaii, someday. I'd love to go to Hawaii. I've never been. My parents Me have either. been. I want My to mom go. and dad have been, but I have not. Really? Well, we need to plan a storm to our weather trip we to Hawaii. If anybody wants to sponsor that trip. Yeah, you know, it just, just uh, you know. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, <clears throat> but uh, today the sun set at 5.10 p.m. and I'm not happy. It's just an hour earlier those Christmas lights come on at my work. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's right. You got that. Yeah, it was at 6.11 Sunday night, uh, no, Saturday night, and 5.10 Sunday night, and we're just going it, to... It's just, it's weird, because I looked out at about 5.15, <laughs> and it was pr- practically dark. Yep. I'm like, what is this? I don't like this. Now, that part... Because I don't remember, I said I was going to do something. Oh, I said I was going to give the kids a bath. I told them they needed to go get their jammies because we were going to go take a bath. And my four-year-old, he's like, but it's dark. It's nighttime. Like He's like, but it's time to go to bed. Can't take a bath. It's already night-night time. I'm like, yes, but let's take a bath and then go to bed. So the good thing about it getting dark early is they think it's time to go to bed. Ah, okay. Because that's like, like we, we texted each other and you said, I've got two littles. Or yeah, I mean, they I, I, got up at the same time this morning, but, you know, at six <laughs> o'clock, he thought it was bedtime because it was dark outside. Yeah, I can see where that's kind of okay or whatever. But now, once I get home from my afternoon show, the sun's going to be setting like in 20 minutes. It's like, I am not happy about that. And that cuts into my disc golf time. You know, but I will say, and Corey mentioned this last last time, that I mean the sun is rising an hour earlier. So you know, it, it was but, you know for nurses who go in at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's dark when they go in. It's dark when they leave. Yeah, you take vitamin D. You should. I used to. <laughs> you get no sunlight. You need. You get what? What is it? The rickets? No, scurvy. What? What is the vitamin D deficiency? Yeah, rickets, but. Scurvy's vitamin C, isn't it? I don't know, but Ricketts is. You're vitamin. the nurse. You should. <laughs> I don't study those. I was a cardiac nurse. Nah. Ricketts is vitamin D. Oh, okay. Scurvy. I thought that was, you, had to, you got that if you're a pirate. The scurvy. The scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I think it's a. Uh, the only reason I talked about the uh, time changes because that's our weather school this week. Uh, uh, all about daylight saving time. I mean, we're, we're like, it happened. This morning, so the weather school says it's about time, but actually we're we're into that. So explains what daylight saving time is, how it developed, why they have it, and all that kind of stuff. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. We're about ready to set our clocks back an hour which will end daylight savings time. If you were paying close attention to my opening statement, then you would have noticed that I intentionally mispronounced the phrase. Many people call it Daylight savings time, but it is correctly pronounced daylight saving time. The main purpose of daylight saving time is to make better use of daylight. We change our clocks during the summer months to move an hour of daylight from the morning to the evening. If you live near the equator, day and night are nearly the same length of about 12 hours. But in the Northern Hemisphere, there is much more daylight in the summer than in the winter. The closer you live to the North Pole, the longer the period of daylight in the summer. Thus, daylight saving time, or summer time, is usually not helpful in the tropics, and countries near the equator generally don't change their clocks. According to some sources, daylight saving time saves energy. Studies done by the U.S. Department of Transportation in 1975 showed that daylight saving time trims the entire country's electricity usage by a small but significant amount, of about 1% each day, because less electricity is used for lighting and appliances. Similarly, in New Zealand, 
Power companies have found that power usage decreases 3.5% when daylight saving time starts. In the first week, peak evening consumption commonly drops about 5%. The rationale behind the 1975 study of daylight saving time related energy savings was that energy use and the demand for electricity for lighting homes is directly related to the times when people go to bed at night and rise in the morning. In the average home, 25% of electricity was used for lighting in small appliances such as TVs and stereos. A good percentage of energy consumed by lighting and appliances occurred in the evening when families were home. By moving the clock ahead one hour, the amount of electricity consumed each day decreased. In the summer, People who rose before the sun rises used more energy in the morning than if daylight saving time were not in effect. However, although 70% of Americans rose before 7 a.m., this waste of energy from having less sunlight in the morning was more than offset by the savings of energy that results from more sunlight in the evening. The idea of daylight saving time was first conceived by Benjamin Franklin during his sojourn as an American delegate in Paris in 1784. The idea was first advocated seriously by London builder William Willett in the pamphlet Waste of Daylight, 1907, that proposed advancing clocks 20 minutes on each of the four Sundays in April and turning them back by the same amount on four Sundays in September. As he was taking an early morning ride through Pett's Wood near Croydon, Willett was struck by the fact that the blinds of nearby houses were closed, even though the sun was fully risen. When questioned as to why he didn't simply get up an hour earlier, Willett replied with typical British humor, What? <laughs> In his pamphlet, The Waste of Daylight, he wrote, quote, Everyone appreciates the long, light evenings. Everyone laments their shortage as autumn approaches, and everyone has given utterance to regret that the clear, bright light of an early morning during spring and summer months is so seldom seen or used. Daylight saving time has been used in the U.S. and in many European countries since World War I. Other countries who adopted this 1916 action are Belgium, Denmark, France, Italy, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Norway, Portugal, Sweden, Turkey, and Tasmania. Nova Scotia and Manitoba adopted it as well, with Britain following suit three weeks later on May 21, 1916. In 1917, Australia and Newfoundland began daylight saving. During World War II, President Franklin Roosevelt instituted year-round daylight saving time, called wartime, from February 9, 1942 through September 30, 1945. From 1945 to 1966, there was no federal law regarding daylight saving time, so states and localities were free to choose whether or not to observe daylight saving time and could choose when it began and when it ended. This understandably caused confusion, especially for the broadcasting industry as well as for railways, airlines, and bus companies. But on January 4, 1974, President Nixon signed into law the Emergency Daylight Saving Time Energy Conservation Act of 1973. Then, beginning on January 6, 1974, Implementing the Daylight Saving Time Energy Act clocks were set ahead. On October 5, 1974, Congress amended the act and standard time returned on October 27, 1974. Daylight Saving Time resumed on February 23, 1975 and ended on October 26, 1975. In the U.S., daylight saving time starts on the second Sunday in March and ends on the first Sunday in November, with the time changes taking place at 2 o'clock a.m. local time. 
with a mnemonic wordplay referring to seasons, clocks spring forward and fall back. That is, in springtime, the clocks are moved forward from 2 a.m. to 3 a.m., and in the fall, they are moved back from 2 a.m. to 1 a.m. Daylight saving time lasts for a total of 34 weeks, or around 238 days, every year, which is about 65% of the entire year. Arizona does not observe daylight saving time, except for the Navajo Nation. Hawaii, along with the overseas territories of American Samoa, Guam, the Northern Mariana Islands, Puerto Rico, and the United States Virgin Islands also do not observe daylight saving time. Sometimes it's a task trying to just adjust to the new time change regime. Some people show up early or late to church or to pre-scheduled events occurring on the day of the time change. So the best thing to do is set your clocks back or forward an hour on the Saturday night before the time changes go in effect. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there's that dreaded daylight saving time that a lot of us hate. I personally would... I don't care. I mean, The thing I hate is to hear everybody say daylight savings time. <laughs> Right. That's a bigger pet peeve. Yeah, me too. I Stop love it. it. You like switching or you like, like going switching. to this wing? Huh? I like it because it's something it's, new. It's you know, new. I like it both. It's a, ch- I like it's a it. change. I like it both uh, going into it and out of it because, you know, I'm ready to, I'm ready for winter. I'm, I'm kind of in that mindset. Well, winter would still come. Well, but I I think I see what you mean. It's like once we do this change, then it's like a signal. It's like okay, Correct. all right. There, and then when spring rolls around, now daylight saving time doesn't. Dark night. It lasts a lot longer than it used to. Yeah, it does. Because we didn't used to wait till the November to switch out of it. Oh no, we didn't. No, we okay. Well, I'm just saying we didn't used to. <laughs> So daylight saving time lasts longer. Maybe someday they will just continue that trend and make it permanent. Who knows? You know, but it's going to keep going at this point. Not everywhere in the U.S. I like that first Sunday when the sun doesn't go down till you know almost eight o'clock. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. So technically, like this isn't daylight saving time. This is. Uh, the end of daylight saving time. It's like over. a lot of people want to yeah, call this, this daylight, daylight saving time. time, but it's like no, we're actually we're switching back into back. standard time now. We're ending daylight saving yeah. time and we're going back to the old time. For what three, four months? And right. I, like <laughs> I like it. I, I think it's cool to get dark at you know four fifty-eight. I don't. That's just four fifty-eight like because it, we're getting close to that now. Christmas. I mean, by the time I like the cold December and the winter solstice runs my home. It's it's. Four fifty-six or something like that. So oh, I saw gosh. someone that lives in Alaska. No, not Alaska. I don't know why I just said Alaska. Uh, they live <laughs> near the North Pole. Nobody lives near the North yeah, Pole. No, nobody does. Okay. Does. They were in a town that was somewhere around they the live North south Pole. of the North Pole. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, actually, everybody is yeah. south of the North Pole. Well, probably, I know a few people. But she posted. <laughs> she posted. The she's like today is the very last sunset for a while, and she it the sun came out, it came up at like twelve twenty six p.m. and it went down at twelve fifty five p.m. So it was oh. not even out for thirty minutes, and she's like, and now it will be dark so, until March. Well, I wonder if she lives in Utiadvik. I and like well, it would work for Alaska too because it's dark there for the next four but months. But you mean too, she so. wasn't in Alaska or the North Pole? Alaska, which isn't really the North Pole, but it's North Pole, Alaska. It's close enough for me. Right. But, you know, the furthest place north is Utkiadvik. So, Maybe formerly Bar- Barrow. Barrow, yeah. I don't know. They got lots of but wheels But it was up really there. cool because she had video of it. Like, she had video of the sun coming like up. Like time lapse? Yeah. And then the sun. Ooh. I mean, it wasn't even 30 minutes. It's like. Where does she live? 
text her. Hello. We got know her. She just posted a video. Oh, okay. I thought you knew her. Random person. I don't know her personally. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I thought it was your friend. I don't know. I don't know anybody that lives in Alaska. I don't. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Except Stuart. for Stewart. Well, we know Stewart. And my cousins live there, but not anywhere near. Not that I know. And you the, know what? My cousins are in Anchorage, which they don't. They're not. They're not up that far, are they? Right. Yeah. I had a friend move to Alaska in junior high, and I don't even know if he still lives there. His dad got a job there, and that's why they moved. And he. Like, we stayed in touch a little bit right after he moved, mm-hmm. and he would send letters of how it was dark all day long for how many days. Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, I'm just checking. I mean, I've, I've got to tell you, I mean, our, our buddy Stuart in North Pole, Alaska, which is just, what, 13 miles east of Fairbanks or whatever, he, he sends us stuff, and I forget, uh-oh, I forget to check because I like to put this on the podcast. He got a weather station. So now, I mean, is it on our website? We're still working on it a little bit. Okay. So if you don't know our website, now, what what's our website? I forget. What is it? I believe. www.stormdarweather.com. Stormdarweather.com. Okay. Yeah. I, I hear that's a great website. People go to, actually more people go to that than I thought. A lot of people go to that. They, a lot of people do. Um, but if you go there... And I'm going to, uh, right now, because it's such a professional podcast, I'm going to go there uh, and see if you go to, um, what is it? Choose location. That's it. If you just mouse over choose location, you've got tons of places that you can go. And hopefully, uh, you'll will you put Stuart something there? I will. Yeah. I mean, you got downtown Branson with our buddy Brad. Uh, Branson Airport, which is seven miles south of here up on a mountain. So, hey, um, Forsyth, Branson West, Kimberling City, Springfield, Harrison, Omaha, Rocky Comfort with our buddy uh, Cade, uh, Joplin, Miami, which I think is your dad, right? Correct. Uh, Grove, Oklahoma, which is the Seneca Cayuga Nation, uh, Cherokee County, Fayetteville, Arkansas. And, you know, hey, if you get a weather station, want to put it on our website, message us, let us know. Just e- send us an email, stormdarweather at gmail.com, and we'll put you in the, the choose location because it's it's actually a really cool <laughs> website. If, if you, <laughs> Corey, you did it. 74 uh, degrees tomorrow, according to the Storm Dar. 74? They've yeah. upped it again. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, look at that. Yeah, so I, I highly recommend you go there. It's got everything. You got, it's got a severe a whole severe weather page, which you developed. I mean, you developed this whole thing. It's got our feed to our Facebook, a live radar based on, uh, if you're on Wi-Fi, it's based on where you are. So if you are in Joplin and you load stormdarweather.com, it will read and center the radar on Joplin. It's actually really, really cool. It's got the drought monitor. It's got... Our storm dry weather road conditions. Lake levels. Lake levels. Uh, custom forecast. Meet the team. That's you and me. I'm going to have to put Shara on there because she's... she's. Nobody wants to meet me. Yeah. People like you, Shara. I think she was in North Pole, Alaska. Oh, well, that's a, with Stuart. Oh, I wonder if Stuart's, Stuart's stuff is doing that. How many people can they have up there? They probably know each other. Right. Probably like 200 people who know. <laughs> I'm going to find. I'm going to figure that out. You, you figure that out. Um, What's the population of North Pole, Alaska? I'm just going to do that quietly. She's confused. Oh, oh. yeah, I have it on mute. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> 2200 in North Pole, Alaska. Oh, 2200. That's that's. They totally should know each other. Well, I don't know her name though. So, but that that that's that's not a bad. Uh, but it's can a you small imagine city. the sun only coming out for 20 minutes and then boom, it goes right back down. Fairbanks is a lot, though, I'm sure. That would be like... I would not like that. You know when North Pole, Alaska was established? In 1953. It's 482 feet above sea level. Oh, really? I thought it would be higher than that. It is not. Oh, my gosh. Interesting, interesting. Well, see, look at all the stuff that you know here. What's the population of Fairbanks, Alaska? Hold it up. Was thirty thousand nine hundred seventeen? Ooh, much bigger. Yeah, yeah, but still not that big. Thirty thousand is a lot. Well, of Well, compared to twenty two hundred, <laughs> Fairbanks was three times Branson. Nineteen oh one, and it's four hundred forty six uh, feet above sea level. 
You know, for some reason, I keep thinking of Alaska to be higher elevation than that. It depends. That's higher than lower. They have a mountain range that goes yeah, through there. The Rockies, isn't it? But also, yeah. But also, also, there's right a there there's the a ocean. there's a lower part too. Right. And, and like maybe central and eastern part, maybe. Mm. Maybe not. Oh, I have no idea. I thought, I think Anchorage is close. We'll have, to, we'll have to ask Stuart one of these days. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully Stuart will be able to come back down. We'll have him back on the podcast. We'll do that. We'll need to get us a list of questions going. Yes. Yes. We need to have more more guests on in the upcoming seasons. Whatever. All right. Well, it's time to get to the next segment, which is in other news. And I don't have much. Uh, Corey, you were- uh, we got all these meteor showers. You know, you had one that peaked a couple of days ago, actually on the 4th and 5th. Oh, really? But it's still producing meteors that are visible now. I mean... It's not the Leonids, is it? No, it's no. the Southern... The Southern Torrids. Southern Torrids. There, there, there's, there's, okay. there's two... There's the Northern Torrids and the Southern Torrids. Okay. Now, the, the Northern, they don't peak until Veterans Day. That's the, the one that you state. took me out in twenty degree weather and made me watch. That, those are in Nine December. What are they called? The those are the, the big ones. The Perseids. Yeah, I think Perseids. Yeah. I don't know. I was nine months pregnant, and he woke me up at midnight. I remember that. Made me go lay on the cold driveway. <laughs> and, and you're like, stop! <laughs> I don't. <know. laughs> the north, the northern tards that 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 peak around Veterans Day in the evening of that into Friday, November twelfth. They're they're known for uh, their long lasting uh, meteors that are visible, uh, that appear yellowish orange and are usually referred to as fireballs. Okay. So uh, right. we'll see. We'll see. It always depends on the phase the moon's in, and there's so many factors that oh gosh, really yes. determine. You know what the biggest factor is? Full moon? Cloud cover. Oh, well, duh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> duh. It's fine. You can't full, see moon, full moon as well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, cloud cover. Duh. And then uh, later that week on November 17th, we have the, the Leonids. Ah, oh, the Leonids. Yes. Shower. November 17th into November 18th. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of meteors flying around out there. Then we have another one in December. So. Yeah, we we do have some more in December. Yeah, now that one we need to really make uh, like a mention of that one because that's going to be a biggie. Goodness, is that all you got? Um, the bats are starting to hibernate. Oh yeah, you're going to talk about the bats. Yeah, you know why they hibernate right now? Because uh, it's cold. Well, it's sixty degrees in a cave. Oh, that's true. The cave. Round, that's right. But why would but they, they hibernate? They fly out of the cave though. They don't stay in the cave. You know? Um. You're Would it be the something. darkness? Maybe? No, 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 no. They're tired. No, I give up. Because sure. the mosquitoes are gone. Oh, they got oh. nothing to eat. Yeah. They had to and fill we've their already had up and... those, you know, temperatures dropping a couple nights. You know, right. The third, you know? So they're starting to die off. And those bats are starting to hibernate. And they'll probably be hibernating until April or so. Uh, okay. Interesting. No, that makes t- that makes total sense because when so if you're scared of bats, now would be the time to go in the cave. Well, we still got them. Not all of them. We have a de- decrease right now, but they're in the process of of getting. Oh, you still have some that's flying yes, around. Yes, we some. do. Oh, okay, but not not as near as many. Wow. Well, you know, bears do that. I mean, when they they you know it gets cold, it's like there's all the fish are frozen. I guess. I don't know. I guess. Uh, <laughs> is that all bears eat is fish? I don't know. Surely not. What do bears eat? That'd be a good fun fact for People. you. Like, they do. <laughs> well, if you're in the wrong spot. Other animals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, I mean, that's why you get all those videos of the bears, like, breaking into people's cars and kitchens. They're looking for food. They're, they're hungry. <laughs> so, a few mornings last week, you know... I go into the cave in the mornings, and the cave is warmer than the air outside. Yeah. And it's really weird because in the summertime, and I may have already told this story before, but in the summertime, uh, we have a back door to our cave that opens up into our train tunnel. And, uh, well, I open that door, and there's a huge vent of air that rushes through the cave because part of our cave is a, a natural sinkhole. So it just sucks the air through the cave, like, oh. through the entire cave. Okay. 
So uh, you open that door to the train tunnel, and it's just this huge vent of cool air rushing through the cave. Well, when the uh, temperature drops outside to the temperature lower than the air temperature of the cave, the air switches uh, direction, gotcha. and it pulls it into the cave and not blow it out of the cave. It's ah, really the coolest thing. Yeah, because when the, in the when when the air temperatures cool outside, I have a hard time shutting that door because the air is pushing against it. So the cold Yet air is wanting the, to come in. In the summertime, that door just slams shut. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Wow. So cold air tends to want to flow towards warmer air. I guess so. No, that that, that just makes total sense. Because if mm-hmm. you're in the cave, if it's colder outside, you're tr- you're having trouble shutting the door because the cold air is wanting to go into the warmer air. It's cold. Air. It wants to go in. But then in the summertime, the air is much warmer outside, and you... You have a trouble but like what happens bit. in the fall when the the air temperature outdoors drops to around the same temperature as the cave. There's absolutely no air movement. Well, yeah, because at it's all stagnant. Yeah, and that's when carbon dioxide levels go up, and we really have to be careful with that. Oh, the same issue affects Lake Tenekumo and the trout losing oxygen. Carbon dioxide moves up out of the ground, and uh, the oxygen level goes down in the cave and in the waterways, kills all the fish. That's why sometimes in the fall, they'll run that dam to oxygenate the water. Right, and then uh, my buddy Aaron was always saying, like, in the spring and the summer, that the lake turns. Correct. And that... Turns over, basically. Oh, we really need to get Lamar on here. That's exactly the same thing happening with the cave... When the air switches direction, that's basically the air is turning over, you know, basically. It's just turning, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Just uh, like trying it's to readjust around. or whatever. Right. And that's what happens to the water. So How pretty cool, cool is that? Oh, my war. And that's all I have. That's all you have? Well, hey, I want to give a shout out. We had one of our podcast listeners uh, contact me. And I'm going to do a phone interview with him, Paul Jennings. Shout out to Paul. Yay. And uh, so we're, I'm going to, we're going to talk about a dry line as it affects uh, aviation. So who, who did you meet? Who came and found you today at work? Or the you other got day? somebody else too? Marcus Cook. Marcus? Okay. And he lives over listener. in Southeast Missouri. He's a Stormdar fan. Awesome. He's a big Branson uh, fan. And he, he came and found me at Silver Dollar City today and talked to me a long time about whether he likes... He likes awesome. weather. He's a weather enthusiast as well. Well, you know, we, and we want to stress this. You know, we we love it. If you see us in public, come say hi. Come say hi. I mean, we love this. I we love talking about weather. Corey and me both. Just we live to talk about weather. So Sharon if knows got, nothing about weather, but she'll no, say hi. No, don't don't text her. Just text <laughs> Corey. You know, since <laughs> Sharon's got her fun facts, and she's she's yeah. that's all I know. <laughs> Yeah, but if you want to, if you have anything you want to talk about, we would be more than happy to, you know, discuss weather uh, stuff that we know. I mean, we are not pros. I mean, we we know stuff, but you know, if there's stuff we don't know, we will tell you we don't know about that. I mean, if it comes to like hardcore physics and and all these equations that take up half a page, I don't know anything about that. You know, but you get the basics. If you you know dry lines, if you know wind shear, if you know, you know any, anything. You know, Corey even knows stuff too. You you know stuff, don't you, Corey? I don't. Know. You know so I, I like to think I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have fun. So anyway, we totally appreciate y'all like contacting us. So uh, keep it coming. All right, that's all I've got. So I think it's time for the next segment. Get ready to get educated in Shara's Fun Facts. Every time that plays, I act like a total fool over here. Like You should see him dance. Yeah, no, no, you don't want to see me. Anyway, (laughs) it's time for the next segment, which is Shara's Fun Facts. And I think you got, well, do you have I feel like I want to say to get (laughs) re-educated. I think they probably just got educated. (laughs) In the weather school. So don't tell me that your fun facts are about daylight saving time. I pulled up some daylight. Oh, well, hopefully it'll match what... I was uh, I was literally... I was stumped. I was stumped. I spent stumped. hours, and I was not liking anything I was finding. It wasn't fun. It wasn't interesting. 
I can't tell you how many dumb weather jokes I read. <laughs> and it was not a good well, time. You know, yeah, well... You know, I, I, it, I'm sorry, you're, you're stressing over this, but you know, it's, it's your segment. You wanted this segment. So. Okay, so I'm gonna start with a couple of the dumb jokes that I read today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you know what I go through for you. Okay. Okay. What you got? There's a basic difference between weather and climate. Yes. You can't weather a tree, but you can climb it. And these are the good ones. Like these aren't even oh. the bad ones. Oh. Oh, Humpty God. Dumpty had a terrible summer. Time out. <laughs> wait. <laughs> uh oh. Not in the middle of my joke. Okay, wait, wait. I think you can weather a tree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you gotta. Mm, I mean, uh, a, uh, the weather can weather a tree. I a guess. treeling. Is that what they're called? Sapling. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Ruin my you jokes. have a little treeling. You don't want it to freeze. You gotta cover it up. You're weathering that tree. Why is that to you? Am I right? Well, you can't climb that one, so you can't, can't cli- climb it. If you can weather a tree, you can't climb it. But if you, if can, you climb can climb a tree, it, you, you can't, can't weather, weather it. Okay, I like that better. Uh, continue. I think you can finish this one. For me. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty had a terrible summer. Oh yeah. Come on, finish it this, for me. This hurts me that you even brought that one up. <laughs> but he sure had a great Autumn. fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So, you know, it was raining. It was raining a lot there that week. It started to make me feel like I should build an ark. Hearing this, my friend said, I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> Wow. Oh. This is, uh, <laughs> so these are worse than dad jokes. I know. <laughs> I know. And these were the good ones, I'm telling you. The rest were horrible. You were desperate. Okay, last last one, and then we'll get to our fun <laughs> The man who was driving the train got struck by lightning. Why? Why? Because he was a good conductor. <sighs> okay. <that's... laughs> I'm telling you, those were the best ones. Oh. Like they were bad. They were so bad, and I read so many. <laughs> like, I told you we're going I off think the rails. I'm, I think I'm like several points dumber. <laughs> my IQ dropped many points <laughs> after reading those. Oh my lord! Okay, I fried a few brain cells. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <dear. coughs> All right, daylight saving time. Uh, okay. All right. Where did you? it come from? Uh, Who invented uh, it? Uh, Why uh, did they invent it? Well, Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. Now. Did- what? No, he didn't. No, I, actually, that's in the weather school. So yes, I knew that. Benjamin Franklin <laughs> was actually joking. Like, he was half joking when he suggested it. <laughs> saying that, you know, if we make people get up an hour earlier, oh. and they'll get up and they'll be tired when it's time to go to bed, and they'll get a full night's sleep, and then they'll be ready to wake up earlier because they got a full night's sleep, blah, blah, blah. It, nope. it was a joke. Yeah. Um, in 1784. Yeah. The official credit for the daylight saving time. I, do you need to say something, honey? Corey looks You're like he's staring <laughs> very intently at me. No, just keep going. You're yeah. staring intently I'm just ready at me. Ready to break in when I feel, feel like you're failing. <laughs> when over you there. disagree, um, my facts. I'm going to sit back I'm and watch. To save you. My facts are fact checked. Great. All right. I don't tell no lies. Continue. The official credit for the daylight saving time idea goes to a bug collector. Ew. The first serious case that came from a peculiar place. While working at a post office by day, he was an entomologist by night, and he did all of his bug hunting after work. So he became frustrated by how early the sun was setting and suggested that, you know, hey, if we set the clocks back a little more, then I could have more time to look at the bugs and they wouldn't go to sleep as early. And That's not in the weather school. Well, that's... I don't have his name. Did he send a text to Benjamin Franklin and say, hey? <laughs> no, this was like not till like No, he the just 1900s. posted on Facebook. Yeah, no. Twitter? Yeah, probably. I think he FaceTimed him. It's Snapchat. That's what oh. it was, yeah. World War One is when daylight saving time actually got pushed into law. In 1916. Okay, that's in the thing, yeah. Germany became the first country to officially adopt daylight saving time. It was born out of an effort to conserve coal during World War I 
And Britain, along with many other European nations, was quick to follow the Germans' lead. I'm going to smack you. <laughs> Corey's got his strobe light going. the flashlight out of my eye. <laughs> Pay Corey's attention. bored. <laughs> <clears throat> I listened okay. to all your boring weather facts. Okay. Yes. Listen to mine. Okay. Um, it wasn't until 1918 that the time change spread to the USA. Uh, after entering the war, America began practicing daylight saving time as an electricity saving measure. Okay. Yeah. Now, it stopped. It didn't continue. It stopped after wartime, according to my records. You know what else spread into the USA in 1918? Scurvy. Yeah. Spanish flu. Oh, that's right. If only they would have had a vaccine for daylight saving time, we wouldn't have to worry about it. I know. What? Spread like wildfire. Yeah. Okay. The U.S. reconsidered. Okay, this is something I did not know. Okay, I thought daylight saving time went way back into the 1800s, and I thought it had always been. 1970s. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The U.S. reconsidered daylight saving time in the 1970s when, once again, the argument pivoted back to energy conservation. Mm -hmm. The oil embargo of 1973 had kicked off a nationwide energy crisis, and the government was looking for ways to reduce public consumption. So daylight saving time was imposed. In 1974, to save energy in the winter months. Uh, Not everyone was enthusiastic about the change. Some of the harshest critics were parents who were suddenly forced to send their children to school before sunrise. I hear that. Because I do that. Yeah. And that is hard, making your kid get up when it is still dark outside. True. Maybe that's what, yeah, exactly. You do not see a spider. What are you doing? Corey's looking at my ceiling. He's you trying do to keep not himself see a... awake over there. Probably. Daylight saving time, uh, actually, by some people, was said that it's an energy waster. Yeah, there's controversy. There is. is, they, is... Yeah, research suggests it might actually be hurting the cause. 2008 study conducted in Indiana found that the statewide implementation two years earlier had boosted overall energy consumption by 1%. While it's true that changing the clocks can save residents money on lighting, the cost of heating and air conditioning tends to go up. That extra hour of daylight is only beneficial when people are actually willing to go outside that's, and yeah, not that's use the their whole, air conditioning. Right. That was the whole concept in, in the weather schools. Like the, 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 the idea... It's for you to go outside and enjoy the daylight. Yeah. Then you would need... To, and it would save money on television. sit in your house, then you're just going to use well, more it, energy. Yeah. I mean, you don't need to watch the television. You don't need to watch all this stuff. Right. You don't need lights because you're outside playing Some disc golf. people argue that it's actually even a health hazard. What? Um, so, I mean, it was good for your energy bill, but that wouldn't negate the adverse impact it would have on your health. Uh, numerous studies show the extra hour of sleep we lose by springing forward um, can affect us in dangerous ways. Um, when there are more heart attacks, you like... There is an increase of risk of heart attacks, stroke, susceptibility yeah. to illness, and mm. seasonal depression. All have been linked to time changes. I can see that. Well, see, but the people that, like, go... You know, like live in the East Coast, but fly to the West Coast. Right. You know, that kind of thing, too. It's that's like, a massive change. That's got to be depressive. Plus the jet lag. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Jet lag. And there's a reason why it begins at 2 a.m. Um, it doesn't begin at the stroke of mid like, like, you know, mm-hmm. like you might think that it would. It's like, hey, it's midnight. Let's change it back. Uh, the time change was delayed until most people, hopefully, weren't awake to notice it. And the television stations were off the air. Right. We didn't have television all night. By waiting until 2 a.m. to give or take an hour, uh, the idea was that most workers with early shifts would still be in bed and most bars and restaurants would already be closed. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got on daylight saving time. That's all? Huh. Okay. So, Corey, you want to pipe in. What do you mean? I don't have anything. Oh, you don't have anything? Oh. So you were just staring at me for no reason? I can't help it. Oh. You're mesmerizing. And it's late. You're tired. <laughs> You're punch drunk from being at yeah, work all like, day. Is <laughs> that cave drunk? I'm ready for a nap. Cave. Yes. Well, you got two days off coming up. Yeah. So there you go. Well, since that, that's all you got. So, why, you know, since Corey's tired and we're getting late, so let's get to the last segment. Wait, if I punch it, there. <laughs> it's the weather word of the week. It's like my 
iPad. I keep punching the drops, and they don't do their thing. So, anyway, it's time for the, oh, Storm Dark Weather, weather word of the week. So, Shara, enlighten us. I don't think this is a word. Uh, why? What do you mean? Pivable. <laughs> <laughs> it's an acronym. <laughs> it's not a word. <laughs> it's the weather acronym of the week. <laughs> All right. The PBL, yes. or Planetary Boundary Layer, Ooh. is the lowest level yeah. of the atmosphere where friction is an important force and vertical mixing is common. Yeah. You know what that means? No. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> PBL it could be peanut butter and lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> it's when the air blows in a different direction from the cave. That's what it is. That's what it is. Those poor bats. It's the vertical mixing. No, PB is poor bats. <laughs> <laughs> and then L, I don't know what L is. So I don't <laughs> oh, we're about ready to go off the rails. I think we're tired. Yeah, well, yeah, this is a late one. Yeah, planetary boundary layer, lo- lowest level of the atmosphere where friction as is where friction is an important force in vertical mixing. So, yeah, you you can you can google that if you want to. I was in a hurry. I've had a busy day. <laughs> I just kind of threw this together. I got you a text. You had a busy day? I know. Tell share. me what that's like. Oh, I don't know yeah, what that's yeah. like. Well, we have little, so you want to borrow five children for a while? <laughs> uh, no, thank you. So, Show you what a busy day looks like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, anyway, Corey's got a couple days off, and he may go kayaking tomorrow. Probably not. Probably not. Oh, probably not. <laughs> what <Okay>. are you doing? <laughs> but I don't mind. I mean, yeah. I would like it. Yeah, it might he, be the I last time. I think we'll go to Rando's show tomorrow. Oh, hey, we you know. do that. Hey. You, you, that's probably a better better they have time sh- this they weekend. Have shows on Monday. Get a in there. Yeah, well, some my people do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My schedule is way up this this time. So, anyway, I think it's. Uh, it, we, I gotta tell you, it's just gonna get crazy. The first three weeks in November are nuts, and we talked about this last week. It's just trying to get together. So next week we will not have a podcast. Uh, I will be gone doing stuff, and you guys are gonna be just doing stuff. <laughs> so it's just it's it just gonna be nuts from here on out. So yeah, so I, I think in a couple of weeks we'll have the Thanksgiving podcast. I mean, it's it will probably be on Sunday or Monday. And uh, we'll go from there. And then we'll get to December and things will kind of slowly start getting back to normal. So. Shara's having surgery early December, so. Oh, that's right. I might have to miss a couple. Well, we'll just have to. We'll see. While you're under the anesthesia, then you can look for fun facts. It makes for a very interesting podcast. Oh, that's right. Hey, Corey, let me know the day she's, and then we'll bring her over. Why not? Yeah. You'll be more entertaining than you are now. (laughs) She's like, no. <laughs> Crazy all the time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, the weather coming up this week, we got a couple of nice, wonderful days and then a cold front. Typical cold front coming in with some showers and colder temperatures back to the weekend. Uh, I think, uh, Corey, didn't the National Weather Service issue like a 8 to, what is it, 13 day or whatever? I believe so. What what were they say? What's the latest? I'm well, not sure. Well, it's gonna be drier than normal. Okay, drier than normal. And I believe I saw cooler than normal. Well, that would kind of kind of make sense. I mean, we had this warm. I mean, 70s are not unusual in Branson, but you can't count on them to last. I mean, they're going to come. And we're going to have a couple of nice days, and then bam. We're, it's, 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 October is a real transition period, but then November is like we're continuing this transition going into winter. We're starting the month dry, basically. I mean, we had a bunch of rain. Are you talking we, we this month? A, we had a well, – well, October was kind of a drought buster in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this month in November, I mean, we're already seven, eight days in, and we haven't had too much rain yet this this month. Uh about a tenth of an inch, so yeah, we could do some more. But you know, I did the October uh, climate report for for Stormdar weather, and our recording station uh, reported nine inches. Yeah, that's our drop buster. That's the yes, and I didn't even bring up the drought in this this podcast because I think last week the drought's pretty much gone, and we've had it is around here. Yeah, we've had these these alternate 
not alternate, but the but the day every now and then we're going to get some 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 showers and something, and that's going to keep that drought going. Yeah. So. Anyway, so be safe and uh, enjoy these next couple of days if you can. Got anything else to add? Nope. And Shara, are you, you you good? I didn't have much information to begin with. <laughs> you're, you're just here to begin I'm, with. Then. I'm out. You're out. Okay. Well, it's time to wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormed Our Weather. Like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us in two weeks for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.